You are listening to a podcast from McKeary International. Andrew Rathbone interviews Richard Hyam, International Sector Head, Finance and Professional Services, about being an effective go-between, helping your customer and your company to overcome obstacles. Richard, a previous manager of mine said to me very early on in my uh, career in selling, Andrew, selling starts when the customer says no. Hmm. Is this still true for relationship managers today? Well, to some extent, yes, it must be. Part of the job of a relationship manager is selling, but it's more than that. We've talked about the relationship manager as a customer general manager. The the relationship manager, I think, is more of a go-between there's a, there's a piece of land near Carlisle which is still marked on the map as the debatable lands. It's not quite in Scotland, it's not quite in England, but of course technically it's got to be, but I think the area between two companies is the land, it's the debatable land yeah, that the relationship way. manager lives in. Indeed. And there are times when the relationship manager is accused by the customer of being oh, you're not listening to us, you're not taking our demand seriously. But there's also a time when the relationship manager is accused by their own company, whose side are you on? You've gone native, you're, you're taking the customer's view. And I believe that's absolutely right. It's what relationship managers should be doing. But we've got to be good go-betweens. We've got to be good at managing conflict, sorting things out, getting things so that both parties are good about it. So the relationship manager then, he's the, he's the go-between, he's got to straddle the debatable land, but what is there in the way of practical help for the relationship manager to achieve this difficult balance, Richard? Well, part of it, obviously, is the skill of being a really good negotiator, and we should talk about that sometime, Andrew. But I think it's, it's more than that, and it's certainly more than just dealing with price. It's not just the price issue. I think a lot of it is the skill of being able to really understand where the problem lies, to be outstanding, both in skill and in attitude, actually, to, to be able to draw out from the other party what the problem is, make sure that there's a commitment to do something about it, and then solve that problem. So I think it's, it's about practical skills. And that's certainly what I talk about when I'm working with relationship managers. What sort of practical skills, Richard? Well, having the courage, for instance, to not overreact when a customer comes up with a problem or a concern or some form of resistance. Just to calmly take it on board, to go quiet, to listen, to maybe let the customer resolve the problem for themselves or maybe it's solving a problem with an internal colleague so it's not just being customer facing but that calmness that listening that absorbing that coming across as somebody who's in control I believe it's also then a real skill and a courage of being willing to explore well what lies behind the problem asking more questions 
One of the things I notice with really confident relationship managers is that when faced with a problem, they don't just react, they always find out more. What else is there? And so that skill of questioning and of listening is needed even more at this point. And almost by that very process of exploration, you're almost diffusing and containing the issue, as well as giving you more information about which is the best way to even start putting a plan together to resolve it, I would guess. Absolutely, and it's, I think, a sign of maturity, and it's a sign of a good relationship that we're able to ask some more. I think, and you talked earlier about selling as opposed to relationship management, I think often selling involves solving one problem in one transaction. But of course, the difficulty in relationship management is that everything's always interlinked. So I believe the relationship manager, at the moment where a problem, a concern arises, has got to check the land around and say, okay, you may be concerned about that, but is there anything else that I should be aware of at the moment? Is there anything else that's that's worrying you? And that also takes courage. Rather than shutting the doors down, it's saying, okay, so what else? Yeah. You can almost see the relationship manager with his fingers crossed under the desk <laughs> going, I hope there's nothing else, but he does have to ask the question. Yeah, although interestingly, of course, if you think about some of the issues in customer service, we're often able to come across as more effective as relationship managers when we come across as problem solvers. Oh, yeah. Even so, the fingers are crossed. I hope there's not too much else there. So I think I need to be very quiet, I need to be calm, I need to take the problem on board, I need to explore it more and find out what's going on, I need to check the land around, are there other problems I should be aware of? I think one of the problems that relationship managers face, the difference between the good ones and the bad ones, if you like, is that the good ones don't immediately start running backwards and forwards between the customer and the company. So, oh, the customer's got a problem, the customer's got a problem. You've got to drop everything and solve it. I think what the good ones do is they check out with the customer. If we do sort this out, are we back on an even keel? Yeah, good point. Uh, We used to have this exercise in football training, which we called shuttle runs, where you're running from one point to another and back again repeatedly against the clock. Now, the last thing a relationship manager wants to do is be running from his own company back to the customer and back again while the pressure's coming on and time is dribbling away and it just becomes extremely messy. Yeah, but I think a lot of relationship managers think that by doing that, as you say, running backwards and forwards very fast, that they're being of value to both the customer and the company. I think that's wrong. I think the good relationship manager spends time with the customer to make sure that the customer is really committed to take action if the problem's resolved and he spends time with the company to make sure that the problem does get resolved and that everything's crystal clear. It's a good and point. Then he goes back knowing that it's going to be sorted. That's confidence. That's really effective relationship management. Now, of course, there are other issues and there are always going to be other issues in terms of handling price and we should talk about that sometime we should definitely talk about the relationship manager as a negotiator I think that's a a fundamental part of the role but this ability to manage conflict to to live in the debatable lands to solve problems to be a calm go-between is a huge asset for any effective professional relationship manager Thank you.
listening to this podcast from Mercury International. If you'd like to discuss any of these issues with Richard or Andrew, please call me, Claire Newton, on plus four four one nine three two eight four four eight five five.